and welcome back to the JKR Podcast. Hope everyone had a great Easter. My name is Jay Strugling. I'm going to be your host. Today is the sixth episode. We are featuring Hunter Frost today, St. Francis starting pitcher. We're going to get a little bit into his career so far, a little bit about his passions beyond the field. We'll get right into it after this message from our sponsor. So, Hunter Frost, welcome to the JKR Podcast. How are you doing today? First, we'll get into a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get into some questions. All right, I'm doing good, Jace. How are you? Doing all right. Um, about myself, so currently I'm a pitcher and a student at the University of St. Francis. My major is business administration, and yeah. All right. Well, first, before you went to St. Francis, you went to Kalamazoo Valley Community College in yep. Michigan. So what was that recruiting process like out of high school, going to KVCC? Well, in high school... Getting recruited by KVCC, actually, they came to my game at Northwood, which was sectional championship. Your junior year? My junior year. End of junior year. um, Very last game. And it was funny because I actually had a really bad game. Like, I went – I I threw, like, two innings, gave up ten runs. Most of them were errors, but I remember – I remember remember that that game. I – I don't. I was a DH that game, so I didn't make any errors. But I also went zero for four with like three strikeouts, so it's not a big deal. Yeah, we didn't have a good showing. But anyways, um, so I go up to my parents after the game and like give them hugs and like the usual, and talk to my family. And then this coach comes up wearing the KVCC hat. He's like, "Man, you're you had a, like you you didn't have a good game, but you've got some good good yeah. things going on for you. Like I like your makeup. You didn't really like, um, you didn't really like mess up." Well, I mean, when your team was making errors behind you, like you, did, what he you said, when your, your team was up. making errors behind you, yeah, you you kept your head up and you kept throwing strikes and blah blah blah. That's basically what he said. Yeah, and I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. So was that your first conversation with the coach? With that uh, specific? That coach? wasn't even my first conversation with the head coach. No, that was an assistant coach who got fired oh. before I even showed up. But then I like the head coach still recruited yeah. me. Yeah. So what were some other colleges that you talked to at the time? Because I remember you. Driving like eight hours to Iowa one time. Yep. What was that like? What school was that, and what other schools did you look at? So that's a weird connection, actually. I played uh, travel ball at the Indiana Chargers, and the coach there was Joel Mishler, great dude. Um, his son coaches at JUCO in Des Moines, Iowa, and he was like, "Hey, Hunter, um, I know you're a like a really good player, blah blah blah. My son coaches this school over here. I've always thought of you as a JUCO guy. This is what originally got me into JUCO." So I went, drove to Iowa, um, visited this college, um, yeah, and then I didn't really like it. It was, it was like nice. It was too far away. There wasn't okay. any really good majors. Yeah, nothing was gonna transfer if I moved schools after. So then I went and searched for JUCOs closer to me, and KVCC called after that yeah. time. So I went back to to them, figured that out. But also I got a. A bunch of other NAIA schools. St. Francis was actually one. Bluffton, uh, Manchester. And the only really, uh, Wabash, the only really options I thought I had was Wabash, St. Francis, or Kalamazoo Valley. Okay, so what put Kalamazoo Valley on top at that time? Um, Honestly, it was my ego. (laughs) I was thinking, I'm going to go D1 out of Kalamazoo Valley. I'm going to get drafted out of Kalamazoo Valley. And that's just like, you know, young young guy thoughts that I know, like, weren't true now yeah but like i'm thinking back then i yeah so and then i realized like what actually made sense for me so my after a year there i'm thinking 
man, I don't really like it here. I'm probably not going to get drafted in my time here. I may as well go to a four-year where the coach I really like rather than a coach that's just a coach to me and not really a good guy. Yeah. So I knew that I liked to coach at St. Francis, which is Coach Butcher, who I love to death. And so I call him up after calling a couple guys up, letting Coach know I'm going to transfer. And I say, hey, uh, do you have any spots on the roster next year? He's like, yeah, totally. Hold on. Give me a second. And, like, comes back a day later. He's like, I got you blank this much. I'm like, yes. So, I mean, you felt wanted right away. Yeah. Yeah. So what was the, like, actual baseball experience at Kalamazoo Valley before you decided to move on from that school? The actual baseball experience. So the first day of practice, I was super nervous. Um, I showed up talked to a couple of the guys there was one guy they came up and shook my hand and i said what's up his name was nate he was a cool dude he's at iusb now that was one of the friends i'd say i made there and then the other guys kind of didn't really say anything to me i felt kind of distant from everybody else yeah they just weren't people 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 per, per, no they just weren't my saying, type of people you yeah, know like yeah i don't know they just never really talked to me. Like, they had their own little group. I just wasn't a part of it. Yeah. So, like, how far were you guys into the season before COVID hit last year? Uh, we were eight games in, which is about the middle of March last year. So, it's been about a year. So, that's pretty crazy. But, um, yeah, I pitched two games last year. I was actually dealing with a bicep tendonitis injury. So, I was kind of thankful. Like, hey, yeah. like, I don't have to pitch anymore. Yeah. Because, I mean, you, after that, you still had four years of eligibility after yep. the season. I still have four years now. So does this year this year doesn't count because of COVID? It will or count. It will. So you'll have three after this year. It should count. I think there's a rule that states you have to play in fifty percent of your games okay. during this year in order for it to you know count as eligibility yeah. because in case COVID hits, but it's not going to anymore, obviously. Yeah. But mass mandates out soon. Yep. That's, I'm, I've been looking forward to that for so long. But no, so in high school you were a shortstop and a pitcher, second base a little bit. Now you're a PL, pitcher only. Yeah. Were you a PL at Kalamazoo Valley? Funny story. I got recruited out of high school to be, well, to St. Francis to be a shortstop <laughs> and a PO. Like, from the not, same, and a pitcher. From, from Coach Butcher. From Coach Butcher okay. in high school. Like, while okay. I was in high school, he's like, you could probably play shortstop for us. We'll let you pitch. We'll do this. And then I go to KVCC. I'm strictly a pitcher. So that's, I come back here, and after I said, you know, I had that phone call with Butch, he's like, can you still swing? I'm like, uh, I don't know, coach. Yeah. I don't know about yeah. that. Did you ever get in a cage at KVC? See? Nope. No, you Never. didn't. Man. Not a single time. Man. <laughs> but um, so once you decided to transfer, you, well, when was that? When did you decide that you wanted to transfer? Um, middle of the summer. Not the middle of the summer. Probably May of this last year. Right after season ended, I didn't really think about transferring. I'm like, man, I'm glad I'm not at that place anymore, is what yeah. I said. Like, every time I got a message from that group chat, I'm like, I do not want to go back, blah, blah, blah. I was depressed over the winter. I didn't want to play, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then I was just like, screw it. I'm going to transfer. Like, I I never really thought of it. Yeah. I thought, transfer. Like, why not? Like, the guys are going to hate me, but who cares? I mean, you're not going to see him again anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, so anyways, I call up Butcher, like I said, had that conversation, and then immediately I just knew, like, yeah. this is better. Like, yeah, I so like same coaches who recruited you out of high school. Um, was there any other coaches that you contacted or any colleges that contacted you when they knew you were not going to be at KVCC anymore? No, I didn't tell anybody else. Okay. 
So, I knew. Really? It was just It you? was like in two days. Okay. It was that quick. Like, Whoa. it was that I was basically committed. Like, I knew. Yeah. So what was what was that conversation like with the KVCC coach? How'd you let him know? Um, so I called him after I called my teammate. Um, just one your few teammates, or what do you mean? I called one teammate. Okay. And I said, "Hey, I'm dealing with this right now. I don't think I want to go back. Like, I don't like yeah. it there." And he was like, "Uh, yeah, man. Are you sure? Like, this guy's gonna be gone. I know you didn't really like him, and you and him didn't get along." And this guy and this guy are coming in. You'll like him. Yeah. Like, I think you're pretty cool. Like, trying to cheer me up. I'm like, man, I just don't like it there. Like, I was depressed, but I told him everything. And he was like, man, I understand. Like, go do your thing. Yeah. And then I called my coach. Basically, same conversation. He's like, are you sure? Like, you sure it's not clinical depression? It's not gonna just going to come back when you go somewhere else? That was the type of thing he said. I'm like, yeah. So I talked with, like, my well, aunt therapist. Okay said a couple things basically just i just got it out of her like yeah, yeah. it's not good like it's obviously yeah. your situation i mean but what, what kind of guy says that though like just yeah. to make you feel bad yeah basically like he was trying to guilt trip me into coming back which if i did end up coming up back after that i would have been so much worse like that would have been bad yeah i mean well you're dominating this year <laughs> here at st francis no but so you have three years left of eligibility here at st francis what are some of the biggest things you're looking forward to Oh, man, there's a lot to look forward to. Um, honestly, I'm just focused on now, right now. I'm really invested yeah. in what's going on. But I just think our record's going to improve year by year. We've got a lot of really – well, next year we've got two arms that are up to 87. About to be three if this guy I took on a visit today goes on a commit – or commits. He's from Ohio. we got a couple guys, Indiana guys, one from Snyder High School. Our pitching staff, pitching coach, has only been here two years since from PFW. Okay. And since then, the pitching staff has gotten so much better. Yeah. Um, since Butcher came in, it's been three years. They went from, like, 12 wins, 14 wins, and now we're already at 19 wins this year, and it's been a quarter of the season. Wait, you guys are at 19 wins? Uh, it's been, like, a third of the season. We're at 19 wins. Wow. And we're playing Aquinas right now, which I'm not at. Yeah, I'm, well, I remember talking to your dad earlier when I was watching you pitch at um, Indiana Wesleyan, and he was talking about how Butcher attended St. Francis, right? He, I'm not sure. Okay, I think your I think your dad said he attended St. Francis, and your dad had a conversation with him about how St. Francis basketball is so great and St. Francis football is so great, and he wants to make St. Francis baseball. Yeah, because I visited out of high school, and this was like I'm visiting the year that he first got here, and he was passionate. Like yeah. he's always been passionate. Yeah. He's like, I want to turn this place around. Yeah, like that's that was the types of things he's saying, and I don't know why I didn't like see that in here but it's a lot like lakeland when i first showed yeah. up me and teddy showed up which is ironic we did the same thing yeah but when we showed up in high school we were three and 22 my freshman year and teddy was a sophomore um i'm talking about drew grossman by the way um but yeah then eventually when me and teddy are both on the squad at senior and his he's a senior i'm a junior we, we win 22 games we make it into the sectional championship great year and that's what I'm looking forward to here. Yeah. I mean, does Teddy Teddy pitches a lot here too, right? Yeah, he was a starter to begin the year, but he actually sprained his MCL. So. Okay. I know the game I went to, he hit, I think he hit cleanup or he hit fifth and played first. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, like you said, high school, I mean, we had we had a great, very passionate coach there. He turned that program yep. around quick. Yep. 
Um, and he wasn't like it's kind of the same story. Um, Butcher is more of a wrestling guy. He's just really passionate about yeah, sports. Yeah, like uh, he has the brains around him, but he's just the dirty work guy. Like he wants to keep the field nice. He wants to make sure we get all the equipment here and here. Yeah, and set everything up, which is a lot like Mike. Yeah, like he didn't really have a baseball brain. He was just yeah, competitive I mean, he, he guy. He coached us in every sport. All yeah, through, all through um, literally. I'd say he was a basketball guy more than anything, and yeah. football guy. Yeah. But. Okay, so let's let's go through like ga- the game day experience for you. Like, take me through your preparation from the time you wake up in the morning. On the day you pitch, all the way till you get taken out. The day um, I pitch, um, to be honest, I don't like to think about what I'm about to do before I pitch, unless until I get on the bus ride. If it's a short bus ride, like the last, well, if it's a long bus ride, the last 20 minutes, I'm just visualizing, okay. and then the night before, I also visualize. Those are the two things. But okay, the so rest you just of the day, close, just I don't close think. your eyes and pretend you're on the mound. So me and my uh, my friend pitching here as well, Tanner Gaff. Uh, what we did at the Wesleyan game, the last game that I pitched, he was sitting in the back with me. I closed my eyes. I, I go through every single pitch, and I go through the warm-up. I go through my stretching out. I go through everything until I get taken out. And I tell him exactly, like, where I throw the pitch, where it gets hit, who gets the out, blah, blah, blah. And then moving on to the next inning. It's usually like that. Yeah. Like, it's usually real quick. And usually it's very, like, positive, like, I just threw a no hitter or something, yeah. you know, like yeah. I just threw a perfect game or I had 16 strikeouts and although it doesn't turn out like that, I think it definitely helps out. Like just a, like seeing, like I, I'm ready to throw the pitch in that game and I'm like, okay, I've done this a hundred times mm-hmm. today already in my head. Yeah. So you get off the bus. What, what's the first thing you do? Like, do you do weighted balls? What do you do? I don't do anything until 45 minutes before the game. Okay. So 45 minutes hit <clears throat> if we're the home team and I'm the first pitcher on the mound, 45, but if we're the away team, 40. Okay. So 45 minutes, I start doing my stretches. And my first stretch is like knee pull, you know, regular stuff. And then I get into dynamics. I walk around for a little bit, drink some water. I go do my bands. And then I go do my plyos. And I throw out to about 220 feet. And I try to keep it on the line, keep it back spinning. And then on the way in, I pull down twice. And then I get to 60 feet and I throw like 10 change-ups, five sliders, and a curveball. Okay. Then I walk into the bullpen and I get ready to throw. Okay. So you gen- do you generally have the same catcher? Generally, yeah. yeah but okay. Not always. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about your pitch repertoire. What is it currently? And has there been any pitches in the past that you've thought about adding? You've tried it. It hasn't worked. Man, I love throwing pitches. <laughs> so <laughs> I like I mean, messing around with yeah. different pitches. So currently, my pitch arsenal: fastball, changeup, slider curveball okay is that fastball four seam two seam four seam i don't throw a moving fastball that's the other pitch that i was thinking about including was a sinker and i i don't know i just never included it because i was adding the slider as i was trying to add the sinker and i figured out the slider and i was like wow this thing's really good yeah i just forgot the sinker so what would you say fastball obviously your best pitch right i would say my change up's my change up okay and what's that sit at my change up sits at 77 it depends how hard I'm throwing on a day. Okay. So, like, if my fastball's 85, my changeup's 75. So, if my, like, my fastball's 87, my changeup's 77. Yeah. It depends. So, what are you, what are you hitting right now fastball-wise? Um, up Over the winter, I touched 89, but, um, and at the Wesleyan game that you watched, yeah. the last game I pitched, I was up to 88.9. So, that's around 89. 89. Yeah. But I usually sit 83 to 87 is, like, anywhere in the Okay. Day. Yeah. I mean, and in, and in college, though, like, I mean, pitchers that I've seen in the past, 
their my, their speed usually generally goes up one to two miles an hour each season anyway. So I mean, there's a good shot that's that the goal. that's that is the goal. That is the goal. Proper training, everything. Mm-hmm. But there's a good shot that you could hit the 90 mile per hour club. Working on it. Yeah, I actually touched 90 over at KVCC one time, and I'm 90 percent sure it was a fluke. Like yeah. it wasn't actually 90, but. I'll hold that to my yeah, dad. Yeah, I touched I mean, one yeah, time. you can tell people. But that I'm not in the 90 mile per hour club. You got to hit it twice. Oh man! But okay, so uh, one, two, three, four. What? Can, how do you rate your pitches? Number one, like I said, the changeup. Okay. When it's on. Number two, fastball. Number three, slider. Number four, curveball. But okay, changeup has the highest ceiling. Like if it's on, it's disgusting. Yeah. My fastball, it has a ceiling. Like sometimes I just run and it's hard. Then it's good, so that's why it's at two. And then my slider, it's it's consistent. It's always there. Yeah. And my curveball is like so hit or miss, like 50-50 chance it's gonna be there. Yeah. So yeah. what's the what's your main go to pitch on an O two count? O two count change up. Change up. Yeah. Well, okay. I, I it depends. That, I guess that was a pretty easy question. It definitely but... depends. Like if I just threw him two change ups and he fouled them both off, and he was like late on yeah. the change up. Yeah. Of fastball. yeah. Of course. <laughs> but. So um. If you were a scout watching your game up in your up in the stands, what would be like your little scouting report on yourself? A scouting report on myself. I would say the pros for me, the stuff that I have like pretty well polished is I can command well. Um, I have a good build. Like I think I can fill out still, yeah. and I have pretty good makeup. So like I think I support my teammates well. I think I have their back. I'm an easy guy to, like, get along with. Yeah. I don't really put the blame on anybody else. And then the cons that I would put is my velocity is a little low. I think that needs to go up. And I can lose it sometimes. I can I can lose, like, I can walk twice in a row. if Like, I string things together too much. That's another thing. Okay. So, like, if I walk one person, it's hard for me to get back in the strike zone, which is something that I need to figure it out. Yeah. Which, how do you, how do you think the best way to figure that out would be? Oh, it's just reps. Reps, yeah. okay. Just time. Okay. Then. So earlier this year, you actually won Crossroads League Player of the Week, right? Pitch, Which, pitcher of the Week. Pitcher yep. of the Week, okay, okay. So how did you figure that out? Like, did your coach call you, or did you find out on Twitter? My coach, always, like, the Dirty Work coach, Coach Butcher, he does um, he he does all that stuff. He, he Like, he wants his players to be, like, shown. He wants people to get out there, so... He's tweeting all the scores. He's like, you yeah. know, he shows the live streams. Yeah. He's putting his, like, if anybody has a good performance, he sends it into NAI ball. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, that's how I follow. Uh huh. I mean, I'll, t- I'll text you after each game mm-hmm. and I just ask you how you did and stuff. But, I mean, it's great to see. Yeah, that he's type such of a stuff. great guy, man. Yeah. <laughs> Got to meet that guy sometime. Yeah. But, um, so obviously the dream is to make it to Pro Ball. Of course. Uh, I feel like right now you're in a good you're in a good spot. You're still three years away of, mm-hmm. with college eligibility. <laughs> but what are some of your plans after baseball? After baseball, um, see, I'd love to never have to say after baseball. Of course. So well, I mean, even major league players have something to yeah. do after baseball. See, like it wouldn't even be after baseball because I want to be a baseball coach. If that okay, <laughs> okay. So I still want to be involved with baseball, like. Any way possible. So, so could you see yourself? Coach, Sorry, go ahead. If I'm a coach of a high school, then I also like, like, I don't know. I'm still gonna be involved. Yeah. Baseball. So how could um, could you see yourself working in a major league front office, or does that stuff not interest you? Or how about what about that? I've never really thought about that. Okay. 
So, do you follow Major League Baseball quite a, quite a bit? Not really. No. No. I mean, I follow it. I don't watch it. Yeah. What about college baseball? Like, do you like? Yeah. NCAA. Yeah. Jack Leiter. <laughs> I mean, you know, so Hard I was not watch him. I was in Missouri University last weekend. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if Mizzou. I wonder if Mizzou's at home. I look. They're playing Vanderbilt the night before. Coomer Rocker pitched. I, the Vanderbilt won ten to one. And then that night, Jack Leiter was pitching. I was like, uh-huh. I gotta go. But then my friends got some plans going with some of their like. So my yeah. friend that I went with was from St. Louis. So like half his. You fumbled the bag. <laughs> oh, all they. The I mean, no-hitter. I. I mean, I wanted to go to that game so bad. But I mean, yeah. honestly, I, I honestly don't. I honestly don't know if they're allowing fans right now. Oh. Because I know no, IU sure isn't. I know IU isn't. I've been kicked out of the IU baseball oh. stadium twice. It's crazy. Did you lurk in there? What are okay, you doing? Okay, so I mean, I say stay inside the IU baseball stadium. I've been kicked out, but actually, I know fans aren't allowed. So uh-huh. there's a hill in the right field. Oh. So I went and stood on the top of the right field, like top of the right field grass. You're like, no, it's actually outside of the stadium, outside the gates. The ushers aren't even near me. No one's near me. I'm like, oh, this is a great, great place to watch some games because IU's really good this year. Uh huh. And. I mean, I see this old lady just walking towards me. I'm like, what's she going to do? Kick me out of grass? Kick me out of the wide open space? You can't stand outside the fence. And she's like, yeah, you're going to have to go. IU isn't allowing that this year. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like I'm, I mean, I understand that. I know that's not your rule, but can I ask you why? She said, because of COVID. And I was like, yeah, but nobody's around. there's me. no one around me. I'm in wide open grass. I'm not actually inside the stadium. Like, if you stop people from going and seeing the players, I understand that because they're midseason. You can't have them get COVID. No. Yeah. And it was just weird. So I got kicked out of the first first weekend. And IU, I mean, Perfect Game ranked them number six this year. Jeez. We've got Cole Barr, Grant Richardson. we got McCade Brown. we got a bunch of mm-hmm. guys in our rotation. Them and Notre Dame are good teams. Yeah, I know. And Purdue's decent, but, I mean, IU – Put the smack down on them. Yeah. And so the next week, I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to stand in the parking lot. Screw you guys. And they kick you out of that? Yeah. So a different old lady walks up to me. She's like, hey, you can't stand here. I was like, sorry, I'm just going for a little walk. I'm just stopping here for a second. She's like, well, you're going to have to stop somewhere else because IU's not allowing this. And it just makes no sense whatsoever. That's unreal. So I've been kicked out of IU baseball games twice. Can't go there. Kind of makes sense, but at the same time, it doesn't. Because people would, like, if. One person stands out there, then people are like, oh, look, we can go watch the game. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I understand keeping people, like, fans away from the players right now because of COVID. But I started talking to the usher because I was like, I like talking to people. I like to get to know things about the IU baseball organization. Uh-huh. And she was like, yeah, last night we had, to, we had to kick the Purdue baseball team away from their parents. I was like, what are you talking about? She was like, well, they were all, the parents were by the buses when the players were getting on. And all of our ushers had to get in the middle between them and make sure they were uh, contracting COVID. And, like, in the conversation, I'm well, just Well, you like, went up to them. You were closer than their parents. Yeah, like, in the conversation, I'm just shaking my head, yeah, like, yeah, that's nice. Like, I'm not saying what I actually think. Like, it just made no sense to me because those players are going to be seeing those parents anyway. And if they're going to get COVID from their parents, they're going to get it at some point. That is, wow, that's so dumb. Yeah. Like, I talk to my parents after every game. Like, I can't imagine that. Yeah, like, well, I mean, Bloomington is super, super strict. Like, uh-huh. coming from LaGrange to Bloomington or Bloomington to LaGrange, like, it is 110% yeah. different. Plus, there's probably way more people there, so. Yeah, that, that is true. That Even is in true. Fort Wayne, though, like, this is still kind of populated yeah. place. I mean, Fort Wayne is more populated than Bloomington. It is? Yeah. Well, then, yeah, I don't get that. Well, 
IU was actually the only team that did not sell tickets to March Madness. So, Hinkle Fieldhouse, Butler, Mackey Arena, Purdue, Lucas Oil, Baker's Life Fieldhouse, they all sold tickets to games. But Assembly Hall kept it at 250 people, all parents. But, okay, so let's get into you more and stop talking about that. Um, so what are your passions beyond the baseball field? I play a lot of video games. Okay. Um, and I golf. I golf, I play video games. That's pretty much it. I don't really have, like, a lot of passion. What type for... of what type of video games? So, I mean, pretty much anything. Like, if I play, if my friends play it, I'll play it with them. Yeah. So, that's, yeah. Have it's been, just a pastime. Have you been golfing much this year so far? No, not yet. I'm busy. Yeah, but... oh, of course. Been, like, it's just golf, easy. But... Like, the only reason I play video games instead of golfing is, like, it's just easy to just go home and turn on my PS4. Be on the AC. And instead of spending $20 and, like, golfing three hours at night and then getting to bed at 11 yeah <laughs> wouldn't even be sunny anymore yeah it's usually i get off of practice around 6 30 7 then i go eat shower it's 7 30 it's kind of dark like there's no point yeah. golfing so i just play video games and uh you stream some video games right a little yeah yeah so what's that can you tell me a little bit about what what's that about um honestly it's just because I was bored of video games, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to start up a stream, and just like, so I put people on my private story on my Snapchat, you're on it, and then I added like 20, 25 people, 30, basically all the people I thought might play video games and might watch, and I added them and just played video games while doing that, so like every now and then, like people like Brandon Bergman, people I know from high school, will hop in the stream, be like, hey, what's up, like, and I just talk to them while I play, if I have nobody to play with. So that gets uploaded onto YouTube? Um, those, I'd stream on YouTube and then like, if I play with my friends and we have a good game, I'll clip it, edit it, upload it to YouTube. Okay. And that's on Call of Duty or? Yeah. Call of Duty is what I do, but I'm kind of bored of Call of Duty. I might change it up, you know? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a big video game guy, but like what type of, I know there's lots of different types of Call of Duty. Yeah. What Call of Duty are you playing? So there's a new Call of Duty called, the newest Call of Duty is called Cold War. And that's basically what all my friends play. So I play it. It's definitely not the best Call of Duty, it's the newest one, so we yeah. play it. Alright. Um, Fortnite? I know no, my, my no. brother plays Fortnite, I don't really know much about that, but... I played Fortnite quite a bit, you I did. used to. Yeah, like, so I played Fortnite, but then Fortnite, like, really, like, just died. Like, yeah. it wasn't fun, none of my friends played it. And then Warzone came out, tried it. If you know what Warzone is, it's the old Call of Duty, last year's Call of Duty. Okay. If you know what Battle Royale is. I do not. Fortnite, there's like 100 people that drop on an island. That's a Battle Royale. Okay. okay. So Warzone see, yeah. is yeah, a Battle Royale. So like there's 150 people that drop on an island. You pick up guns. And I didn't really like that, basically. Like yeah. a bunch of my other, not friends, like people I've met like it. But yeah. none of my real friends play it, so we don't really play that. Yeah. Now. Do any of the players on the baseball team play with you? Yeah. Tanner Gaff, one of my great friends okay. on the baseball team. I, was, he the ones I, was he one of the guys I met in the bleachers? When you guys were uh, tracking know. pitches? Yeah. Uh, no. No. no not that him. was Aiden. Not him. Okay. And um, one guy that I met quite a few years ago, his name's Dylan Farewell. Is he Dylan a co- Farwell. Farwell. He's a coach, right? Yeah, he's an assistant. Yep. Okay. What's he? Is he a pitching coach, hitting coach? What's he? Wor- what's he work with the most? Um, he's really not there too often. He started there at the beginning of the fall and just like he'd show up, ump our games. Like he's just a former player that. Yeah. Like he just comes and helps out. Like does dirty work stuff. Yeah. Know? I know he's like a graduate student or something right now. Yeah. But he, he was a bullpen catcher for the He's South a weight room Cubs. guy. He is. That's for sure, yeah. He's in the weight room a lot. He lets us in the weight room. That's probably his yeah. biggest job. Yeah. So what are you doing in the weight room right now? Um, Like our lifts? 
yeah, schedule? That, your lifts, um, your off-season workout resume. Oh. So currently in season, we go four days a week, okay. two days of like heavy lifting for pitchers. So we have a lift called a plus one that's basically heavy lower body, but it's a full body workout and just really heavy on your legs. And then plus two is two days after you throw. It's heavy upper body, a little bit on your legs, like more mobility for your legs. <clears throat> and then we take two days off, throw our bullpen the fourth day of the week. Fifth day and sixth day are all mobility lifts, just straight up like yeah. stretches and like Bulgarian stuff, Bulgarian, Bulgarian split squats with lightweight, like stuff that challenges you but doesn't get you sore. Yeah. So you're ready to throw on the weekend. Yeah. And that's basically our in-season. What we did in the fall was plus one, plus two, and a plus three. Plus three was heavy back. Um, plus two is, I'd say it's heavy back so too. Are you, but are you maxing is, out or are you just doing like reps of three? Oh, yeah. Um, we've never maxed out. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, so it's, most of it's like four sets of five on the heavy lifts. Okay. So like deadlift, yeah, we did four sets of five straight bar and then we'll go to hex bar and the next week we'll do back squat, front squat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like with that. pitching, I mean, you don't want to do arm stuff. No. Like, as much and do that heavy. But I actually, I, I had to scratch that completely. Like, when we do uh, bench press, I yeah. have to do floor press. Okay. Because I've had bicep tendonitis twice now. Which, is that where you're, you're laying on your back and you pull yourself up? No, nope. that's inverted bar? rows. Okay. But floor press is basically bench press that restricts your uh, movement. So, basically, I'm laying on the floor doing a bench press. So, you know how when you're laying on the yeah. floor, your elbows can't go, like, yeah. through the floor? Yeah. So, I just hit the floor... And then go back up, and basically okay. have it. It's a short range of motion, more okay. tricep work. Yeah, I mean, it seems kind of like an odd motion just because I'm so used to. Oh yeah. Bench press. But uh, I use dumbbells. I don't use an actual bar. Oh. So it, okay. it makes it a lot more yeah. like free. Yeah. So, um, just one last question for you: How are classes going? <laughs> My classes are going great. Yeah. Man. What are you, What are you doing right now? What classes? I have accounting, uh, spreadsheets class, which I actually took at KVCC, didn't transfer. Yeah. Um. Uh, econ, micro econ class, and my last class is what is it? I don't even remember. So you think you're majoring in uh, business administration? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, obviously you... I'm not super invested in my classes. Well, I mean that's all but, right, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just really focused on baseball. Baseball. Yeah, I t I spend a lot of time on baseball. I probably put we probably have five hour days. Six hour days every day of the week. Yeah. It's a long time. Yeah. Like even today when they're not here, I I wasn't done being busy until like two. Yeah. So when's the next game that you're scheduled to pitch? The next game that I'm scheduled to pitch is this weekend, but I really don't think I will. Just because of your shoulder or my shoulder. So last week I tried to throw live and as I was warming up it felt really good, but I warm up like a lot. Yeah. So I, I threw like seventy throws pretty high intent get on the mound it's really fatigued like yeah so like i started feeling pain in the same spot and i was like oh no did i do it again because it was really light but then as i kept throwing like it got worse so i'm throwing i threw 15 pitches thank god i got out of the inning on throwing 77 yeah. miles an hour <laughs> and didn't give up any runs but i'm like yeah coach i don't know because i'm sore in the back or i was sore yeah. like in the back of my shoulder, which is really weird because the pain happens in the front of my shoulder. But, like, basically they know. They're like, it's referred pain, blah, blah, blah. It's got a term and everything. And so, yeah, I just rolled all this stuff in the back of my shoulder out, got it all freed up, and it feels good again a couple of days later. Yeah. So it's just a matter of, like, 
workload and getting back into it. I don't know how long it's going to be till I start again, but I'll hopefully pitch in two weeks, maybe this weekend. Yeah, because the first few weeks you were the Friday night starter, right? The number yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah. And what was your – your ERA was really low. Uh, my ERA? Yeah. I'd have to check it, but I know after, like, the first two weeks I gave up one run in 14 innings. So yeah, I mean, that's low. great. But – all right, well, I want to thank you for coming on the J-Cutter Podcast. Thanks for having me. I had a great right. time. I'd like to thank you guys for listening to the sixth episode of the J-Cutter Podcast today with Hunter Frost. I uh, felt like we had a great conversation. He's one of my good buddies. I'm hoping he does very, very well in his baseball career. But um, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave us, leave us a review. If you're liking some of the stuff I've been putting out, you know, leave us a five-star review. If not... Um, rate it however you feel and give us an honest opinion Um, any suggestions that you guys have just put them down there or dm us on twitter instagram message us on facebook you even text me just any suggestions you guys have anything i've been doing good anything i've been doing bad just don't be afraid to reach out all right see you guys next week